Bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Se prode bakazo to brada kasita. Sakaborata sakabarata zata. We give you wash. We give you wash. We give you wash. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Come on, give the Lord a big shout. Give him a big praise. Yes. Take your seat this morning. Glory to God. Amen, amen. Come on, shout with me. I have God-fidence. No, that's not loud enough. Say it again. I have God-fidence. Hallelujah. Why is this series important? It's because in the light of the things most of us are facing or are going to face, we need to know where our confidence lies. This series is called Godfidence because our confidence is not in any other thing but in God. Are you here, somebody? Our confidence is in what? God. That's our confidence is. Our confidence is in God. Let's start from Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah 17. Our confidence is in trusting in the Lord. Is in trusting in the Lord. And what does trust mean? Trust means absolute dependence on God. Absolute what? Dependence on God. Absolute dependence. That means we totally, totally depend and rely on God. It looks like a small thing, but it's a big thing in the realm of the spirit. It's the major currency we have when we totally rely on God. And it shows sometimes in the small things. Part of the signs that you trust God, or let me say this way, part of the signs that you are not trusting in the Lord is that you will have anxiety. You will have panic. You will have um, depression, worry. Those are signs that your eyes have left the Lord and you are now trusting in circumstances or trusting in your own resources. Whenever you notice anxiety, it's a sign that your eyes are no longer in the right place. That is why one of the scriptural antidotes for anxiety is thanksgiving. Philippians chapter 4, it says, make all your requests known to God with thanksgiving. It says, be anxious for nothing, but make all your requests known to God with thanksgiving. Look at it here. Be careful for nothing. Other version says, be anxious for nothing. It says, but in everything, by what? Prayer is like you are handing over the thing to God. That's what prayer is. So, by prayer and what? Supplication with what? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's one of the antidotes for anxiety. So whenever you notice anxiety in your life, or you notice a panic in your life, it's a sign that your eyes are drifting from relying on God. When you feel you are in a hurry, 
especially when there's nothing you can do to hurry the process. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? But you are just panicking. Have you ever been on a bus or a plane or a car and there's traffic, but you're, in your mind you are running? You want to, <laughs> but you can't, you, there's nothing you can do. This plane is going to land when they say to land. I guess what I'm saying. There's no way you can get there earlier than that. They say, oh, I'm running late, I'm running late. No, there's already traffic and there's no other way to get there. Whenever you notice anxiety and spirit of haste, is a sign your eyes are no longer the Lord. The Bible said, those that believe it shall not make haste. Those that believe shall not make what? Haste. Watch out. Watch out for those signs. If you are dealing with continuous anxiety, continuous panic, continuous fear, those are all telltale signs. You are no more relying on God. You are no more relying on God. Are you here, somebody? He said he will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. When your mind is on God, you will have peace. But when your mind is on the economy, on your account balance, on who wants to do something for you, you will notice that there will be panic. Look at this here. That will keep him in what? I can't hear you. What kind of peace? Perfect peace. Whose mind is where? Stayed on you because what? I can't hear you because what? Trusted. So that's how it works, guys. When you are in trust, you are in peace. You are relaxed. You are trusting God's timing. Because he says he makes all things what? Beautiful when? It is time. There is God's time and relax. You are not responsible for your life as a believer. You are not responsible for the outcomes of your life. This doesn't mean you are irresponsible, okay? You do your basic stuff, but the outcome of your life is not totally dependent on you. Relax. There's somebody responsible for how your life is going to turn out. In Matthew 6, he said, take no thought for your life. Can you imagine that? They say, don't, don't, don't even think about your life. What you will eat, what you will drink, or what you will put on. Glory to God. Mm. Jeremiah 17. Let's move quickly. In fact, let me, let me finish that Matthew 6. Let's just read it. Because somebody needs to see it. Therefore, I say unto you, do what? No, I need to hear you guys. Do what? Do you see this? Say, don't, don't worry about your life. Why are people depressed? They are taking thought of their life. In fact, they even have the saying, see my life. See my life. Especially when you now go to social media, I saw your friends posting themselves in private jets, in business class, in vacation, in a palm tree, under a palm tree, drinking pina colada, enjoying life. And that's a see my life. You saw people, your mates are showing uh, 12th wedding anniversary. <laughs> I'm a marriage counselor. Please don't pull anybody's picture of their wedding. Hmm? Let just, I don't want to go into details. But say, marriage counselor of close to 30 years. Hmm? Leave everybody's picture they are posting on their wedding anniversary. Don't let it worry you. 
Some of those people that post those pictures, they are in counseling. Last week, they have discussed how they are ending the marriage. I'm telling you, I'm a counselor 30 years, so I'm not, this is not fiction. This is what I deal with. As in, we just spoke this week, they've agreed they are going. <laughs> but next weekend, they will post a picture with the same cloth. My boo, my bae. 30 years of bliss. Meanwhile, it's 30 years of blisters. <laughs> and two months after, you hear that divorce. We, we knew since, because we sat down with them. They both said they are going. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Take no thought for your lives. What you shall eat, or what you shall what? Drink, nor yet for your body. What you shall put on, say, is not the life more than meat, and the body than what? Raiment. Next verse. He said, behold the fowls of the air. They don't have farm. They don't plant. They don't reap. They don't gather into bands. Yet, your heavenly father does what? Feeded them. He said, are you no much important than they? Why are you, why are you panicking? Take no thought for your life. So the secret is to rely on God. Trust in God. That's the secret. Come on, tell your neighbor, trust the Lord. Jeremiah 17. And we've established what trust means. Trust is total dependence on what? God. Jeremiah 75. He said, Thus said the Lord, Cursed be the man that what? Trusted in man. Did you see it? Cursed be the man that does what? No, you're not answering. Cursed be the man that does what? Trusted in man. And maketh flesh his arm. And whose heart has done what? Because every time you trust in someone, trust in a system, trust in a structure, other than God, your heart has departed from God. My bishop said many years ago, God told him, can you look up and look down at the same time? If you are looking up to the Lord, then it means you're not looking at men. If you are looking at men, it means you're not looking at God. You can't, your one, one eyes can't look up and look down at the same time. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. He said, Cursed is the man that trusted in man and maketh flesh his arm, whose heart has departed from the Lord. Notice, they say this man is cursed. I told them in the first service, everywhere you see cursed in scripture, they are not talking about Ikbe. You know Ikbe? You know, Africans, we are too fetish and diabolic in our thinking. So we, 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 we believe so much in the negative supernatural. So much in it. Even though we have no evidence, we just believe it. When you hear curse in scripture, it's suicidal. That means it's self-inflicted. Most curses in scripture are what? Self-inflicted. It's not somebody that, that curses you. Forget about that guy in your village. This one is Lagos-based curse. As long as you trust in another man. Maybe you are believing God for a job and you are trusting the fact that your cousin works there. No. That's not where your trust should be. It doesn't mean you shouldn't use your contacts. Oh, tell people, oh, this is good. But you see, your eyes must never be on them as your last hope. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? There's a stance. Oh, yes, make your calls. If you, if you oh, I'm traveling to, let's say I'm traveling to the UK. You have some friends there. Oh, you can call them. Hey, guys, I'm coming home. You know? But you're, you're, you're not calling them from a place of, if you don't help me, I'm dead. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It's an attitude of the heart. Oh, you have friends that work in Shell. Oh, that's fine. You can let them know you're applying. You can let them know you're coming. But, but don't, don't, don't say, oh, he, he, he promised to help me. No, no. Nobody can disappoint you. 
if they didn't appoint you. <laughs> you are the one disappointing yourself by trusting them. Are you getting what I'm saying? Cursed is the man that trusted the man that make a flesh his hand, whose heart has departed from the Lord. It is suicidal. When you trust in man, God is saying that structure will always fail. Look at the next verse. It says, for he shall be like the heat in the desert. He shall not see when what? What do they mean by that? A lot of times good is coming to you because your eyes is on somebody. You miss the area God is going to bless you from. Most times God won't tell you ahead where he's going to bless you from. Most times. Somebody said it this way. He said, if you can ever know where God is going to help you from, God is not in it. If you can know where God is going, who God is going to use, God is not in it. Most times, the people you think are your old people, the origins, they won't show up. Then somebody that you never expected, God will use them. God always likes to use people that you are not trusting because he wants your focus to be on him. And God is so interesting. He can use one person today, unexpected, and in your mind you think, ah, this new contact is the one God will be using. And you go the next time and nothing is coming from there again. God needs your eyes to always be on him. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Very crucial. Your eyes must be what? On him. Very important. Don't say, I know somebody. No, 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 no. Trust God. Trust God always. Look at it. Let's finish it. He said, you'll be like the heat. Is that you won't see when good comes. He said, but you shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land not inhabited. You will go through scarcity. That's what they're saying. You will see untold scarcity, serious scarcity. Serious one. And I tell people, look, don't let what is going on in the economy to move you. Don't let it worry you. Don't let it worry you. We See, I, I've, I've, I've lived a bit and I've seen that the story is the same. Nothing new under heaven, only new people. I get what I'm saying. There's nothing new under the sun, only what? New people. The things are the same. We said it last week. They said unemployment is high since they bought me. I've been hearing these stories. Dollar is high. It was high when it was 200. It was high. We didn't believe it. Eh? 200 naira. Because some of you don't know, there was a time dollar was 70 naira. Some of you don't know that. If 60 naira, it was even high. At that time, too, it was high. We were shocked. Like 60 naira to a dollar. Some of you are thinking how rich you would have been now. If it's 60 naira. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're very rich now in dollars. Then they made it 100 and something. Hey! 170 dollar. Hey! We are finished in this country. Then they made it 200. Ah, I can never forget those days. We would travel and we're buying something abroad. We're calculating 200 times. We knew it by heart then. 200. Ah, then they made it 360. We say close the country. No need. Close the country. Let's all move to Kotonu. 360 <laughs> It moved to 700. Ah, we can never make it. You can never make it. <laughs> it's now around 1,000. My brother, don't let them disturb you. We needed faith when it was 200. 
we still need faith now. The beauty of God is that God is constant. God is constant. That's our saving grace. He doesn't fluctuate. So no matter what is going on, when you trust in God, see, the, see what will happen when you trust in God. DJ, show, show the next verse. See what happens when you trust in God. The next verse of that scripture says, blessed. Do you see? When, when, they, when they started trusting in man, they started with cost. Here, they started with what? Blessed is the man that does what? Trust. Do you see this? Do you see this? God doesn't change. It doesn't matter what the dollar rate is now. Of course, we need to build our economy. I agree. We need to work out. That's fine. That's fine. But while we are waiting to, you know, organize ourselves, they say, blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Give me, give me NIV of this version, of this scripture. I like the NIV. Give me an idea of this particular verse. He said, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose what? Confidence is in him. My confidence is not in exchange rates. My confidence is not in inflation rate. My confidence is not in employment rate. My confidence is not in the um, um, rate of power or tariff. My confidence is in God. If God saw me through when dollar was 200, he will see me through when dollar is 1,000. Same God. It doesn't fluctuate. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Sometimes people get angry. That why would you say uh, uh, um, this economy will profit me and my family? What should I say? What's the alternative? Why should I say that uh, even if the is one billion, I will still survive? No, 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 no. What's your option? I should join you and say, I'm dead. No, the Bible said you shall have what you say. While we are gathering ourselves, whether it's protest we want to protest, or join political party want to join, or any which way we feel want to change the country. While we are doing that, we will still be prospering, have you? Yeah. Even if you want to take money to where you join party, you need transport to reach the Abbey. Yeah. So you will still prosper first. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. He said, But blessed is the man who trusted the Lord, whose confidence is in him. See the next verse. He says, um, Give me the next verse. He said, They will do what? Be like a tree. I love this scripture. So they will be like a tree that sends out its root by the stream. Go back to King James here. They will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Look at this. It shall be like a tree planted by the water and that spreaded out her roots by the river. And it shall not see when heat comes. Now, take note. They didn't say you are a tree planted by the river. They say you will look like. Oh, did you get that? That's serious. They didn't say you are a tree by the river. They say you will just look like it shall be us. What they mean is that all of us are in desert. But you, you will look like you have a different source. Oh, somebody's not getting what I'm saying. You will look like, ah, are you with us in this economy? They say, you seem to are not with us. Tell them, I'm not with you. You will look like, you will look different. I'll speak over every member of this house. Amongst your peers, you will look different. Amongst your colleagues, you will look different. You will be first amongst your equals. In the name of Jesus. You will look different. All of us are in desert. But I said, this guy, your leaves are green. Look at this. He said, you will look like a tree by river of water. You will see when he comes. He said, but her leaf shall be what? Green. <laughs> there are some seasons when every tree, their leaf turn brown. Their leaves fall off. Every country has that. 
But they said, you, every season, your leaf will be green. And he said, you will not be careful or anxious or afraid. You can go back to NIV now. So you will not be afraid in the year of drought. Everybody has been saying this year is like a year of drought. Have you? Dollar has gone up. Fuel has gone up. Um, electricity tariff has gone up. I've gone up. Abi, am I correct? They say you, eh? It it it, it have no worries in a year of drought, and it never fails. All this is not a prayer request. It's tied to you relying on God. Say, you know what, Lord? You are my source. You are what? My source. People, Christians struggle when they trust in other things except God. There are a few things you can trust in. The Bible mentions them. Even in this verse, it says, Woe is he that trusted in man. Cost is he that trusted in man. When you trust in a man, you have uncle, you have father, you have cousin, you have relative, you have friends in a particular place, and you think, oh, that's why you're going to get the contract. No. Say, don't trust in man. Don't trust in man. Another thing you can trust in is flesh. Trust in yourself. Thinking, oh, I'm, I'm, I have this degree. I know maths. I have connections. I can talk. I have sweet mouths. Trust in yourself. We also make you feel. Is somebody get what I'm saying? It's a lean not on your own understanding. See, trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. Lean not on what? Don't think you know it. Always approach everything knowing that God will help you. Don't think I have done this before. I know how to do it. No, 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 no. You will disgrace yourself. Always approach it from a point of trust that God will see me through. Even though I've won this thing, I've done it many times. This next time, I will still do it trusted in God. On that thing you can trust is money. First Timothy says that. He says, one those people that are rich in this world, that they trust not in uncertain riches. Because when you have small change in your pocket, you want to throw money at all your problems. You don't realize that there are many challenges in life that money cannot solve. Are you here, somebody? Money can help you find the right wife. Money can help you find wife. Wives, self, if you are a, <laughs> if you are a mad person. But it takes the Lord to find the right wife. Money can find wife. It's the right wife we're talking about. Money can find school. Money can, can pay for the best school, but it can't choose the best school for your child. Oh, I don't know if you understand. You know, it's not, the best school in the world might not be the best school for your child. Ah, parents in the house, you understand what I'm saying, Abby? There are some kids that just don't thrive in some schools. The school is the best. But you send two kids there, you see one thriving, one is just dying. I've, I'm a pastor, I've seen it so many times with people. Just send their child to one school, everything finished. It's a good school, oh. good recommendation. Very high school fees. Everybody's kids are going there and doing well. But you just assume, you're, you know, it's his best school. I must go. You send your own child there, his own life is going down. So money can buy the best school, but it might not be the best school for your child. That's where trusting God comes in. When you have loose change, you want to throw money at every situation. You must trust God. That's why God wants to teach you to trust him. Money is not everything. I've shared the story here before. I have a close friend like that. Send this child to school and a boy and was being sexually molested. <laughs> was being sexually molested. Good school. 
not talk about the stories we have people that have gone to school and died. Good school. So it might be the best school in town. It might not be the best school for your child. There are thousands of schools. Thousands of universities. But you see, when you're a person that trusts God, God can say, send him to Lasso, Lasso, Lasso. You say, no, I want to go to Chicago State University. Say, no, Lasso. <laughs> Only three people got it, that's fine. <laughs> Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, they want those that have some loose change not to trust because of you that you don't have money, but you will soon have money. So I'm warning you in advance. This is the best time to warn you. When you have money, you might not be able to see you again. Let's warn you now. <laughs> yeah, so the best time to advise people for them. Well, they have money. They might have business meetings on Sunday. Let me warn you now. Don't trust in money. Haven't you seen people with the best protection apparatus and they still die? You have mobile police, 30. Then hypertension kill you. You see the challenge? You need to learn to trust in God. Because where you are blocking might not be where the problem is coming from. But you throw your money there. How many people, uh, some people pay for the best hospital in the world? Best doctors in the world? And on their way to the hospital, accident. <laughs> the best hospital, but the road is not good. Photo. Photo. They are Dodge Photo, hit of Kada, Kada hit trailer. The trailer fall on the ambulance. But you are going to the best hospital, the best surgeon has been parted from India or from wherever. So, having money, you must be careful not to get a situation where you throw money at everything. Money is good, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't solve all your problems. You must learn to trust in the Lord. Another thing you can miss is to trust your own timing. Learn to trust God's timing. God has his own time. So sometimes, some things seem like delay, but they are never denial. Sometimes God is orchestrating and walking behind the scenes. But you are in a hurry. You want it to happen this year. This year? <laughs> Next year is also this year. Are you here, somebody? You want it to happen? It must happen 2023. Relax. 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 We must trust God's timing. Because he said he makes all things beautiful when? In his time. So there's a timing. Sometimes he's delaying some things because you're about to choose a lower version of what he wants to give you. So he's delaying. Say, relax. Say, they finish the thing. They can't finish it if it's your own. They are taking the smaller ones so that you will get to the bottom pot where your own is. But if we don't trust God's timing, we'll rush ahead and go and take a substandard one. Are you getting what I'm saying? They can't take what is yours. They are only taking what is not yours so that you can see what is yours. Are you getting what I'm saying? I've shared this story many times. And when I see these small things, it always reminds me of how good God is. I've shared this story many times how I was going to move from the mainland to the island. And I was asking people that lived on the island then, I said, 
guys, where are the good places to live? Oh, one person said I should come to VGC. That is beautiful. He's having a great experience there. Thank God I didn't take it. The traffic there. They import it. It's not local made. I would have been very angry. But everybody was giving their suggestion. Then one guy actually took me to his house. Showed me the estate. Really nice estate. That's where I actually live now. I loved everything about it. He told me how great it was. That no, 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 I would like it. And he said he lives in the four-bedroom. But that somebody like me, I will need the five-bedroom. And that the five-bedroom, there are very few in the estate. And truly, there are very few in the estate. There are more four-bedrooms and bungalows. But the five-bedrooms are very few. And he said, it's hardly available for rent. Most people that rent it never live there. And most people that own it don't, don't rent it. That you hardly find it. But he said, let's, 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 let's trust God. Let's just hope that we'll get something. He said he is planning to move out of the estate. He, lives in, he lived in the four-bedroom. That he's planning to move out of the estate. Because he needs where he can store his goods. He's an importer of some sort. He needs a place where he can keep things. A few months after, I found out that a five-bedroom came out. Rarely happens, but it came out. He now took it. The person that say, <laughs> This is important. And you see, when you understand, when you trust God, then you don't get angry with people. Like I said, nobody can disappoint you. You don't get angry with people because you're not dependent on them. All your anger and frustration is because you were putting your hope on somebody. That's why you're angry with them. No, I don't fight people. Don't get angry with people. Nobody owes you anything. Your eyes are on God. And God cannot fail. He cannot disappoint. The guy himself that gave me this scope, the five-bedroom now came out. He now took it. Ah, I was shocked. I'm sure he's going to drop me there. He's going to show me everywhere. He told me that five bedrooms don't come out. He told me that he's moving to another place. He came out. He took it. About a month or literally weeks after he took that one, another one came out. In fact, the one that came out again is right behind. That's where I used to live. Right behind his house. Literally, as in, and the fence of that estate is like this. They don't have big fence. It's like this. So, as in, I can see him. Where he can greet like this. It was right, right behind my house. Now, see the beauty. See the beauty. That one he took, he now told me later that the person that moved out of that one was building his own house. Now, if you know anything about houses, anybody that is building, living in one house and building another house, totally neglects the house where he's living in. Because where he's living, if the door breaks, bah, he'll say, I'm cuckoo, going to my house. The toilet is not flushing. He say, no problem. I'm cuckoo. So he said, that, he said he spent more than twice the rent repairing that house. And you see, he could afford it. Me, I could not even afford the rent. Listen to the story. I could not afford the rent. So if he had actually given me that house, the house was dilapidated. So I didn't even have rent. So where would I get the money to spend more than twice the money? The one that came out that me and him share fence. The person, the only one woman lived there. In fact, when we moved into the house, it looked like nobody had ever lived there. And the landlord spent more than twice the rent, the landlord by himself, to still put finishing touches on the house. So when we moved into the house, we did nothing. It looked like brand new. Brand new. Imagine if I was angry. 
that that guy took that one. You see, there are things you don't know about life. That's why we trust God. Because he knows everything. That's why we trust him. You don't know everything. You can't trust your own judgment all the time. Say, lean not on your understanding. You're angry that this boy jilts you. This boy, if, if I still kill you, if say you marry him, leave him. Say he's not doing it again. So what? What is yours? You can't lose it. You can't lose it. That's your confidence being God. There are things you don't know about the future that God knows. Imagine if I took the house. The rent of where I moved into, I managed to pay the rent. Imagine if it was that dead one that I took. There's no way I could have. So the guy helped me by taking that one. And I got the better one. And the story didn't stop there. Remember, I've shared the story before. I stayed in that house. The landlord increased the rent for over five or six years. People with smaller houses in that same estate were paying higher, doubled my rent. I live in a bigger house. So, see the favor continued. See, when God does his own thing, eh? the story is never one dose. It's never one round. Continues. It didn't stop there. That's the house I shared testimony about that they offered me to buy at 130. As that, people are still pressure. I've sold it already to somebody. You know, I had to give it. Not really, I sold it, but it was a, still a gift somehow to somebody. But people are still, t- as at yesterday, or day before yesterday, somebody still offering me 270 million for the house they offered me to buy at 130 million. That same house. So imagine if, if it was the other house I got. You see, the testimony is still continuing because I have to trust God's timing. You can't lose anything that is yours. Say, I wanted to buy this car for somebody bought it for me. That means there's a better car. I wanted to marry this girl, but this boy came to carry her. He stole my girlfriend. They don't steal human being. (laughs) They can't steal a full human being. Except it's kidnapping. If it's not kidnapping, the human being is still walking about with their leg. They didn't steal him or her. Say, he stole my husband. They can't see your husband. He's an adult. He says, stole my girlfriend. <laughs> it's not my girl, what I'm saying. It's because you don't trust God. That's why you want to stay with something that is not good for you. Because you think there will not be a better one. Trusting God is how you know there's no scarcity with God. There's always a better one. God's best is never in the past. Did you get that? I say God's best is never in the past. Your best days are ahead of you. Don't say good old days. No. Your good days are in front. Every day will be an improvement on the previous one. That's why if they like, they should make dollar one ten thousand per naira, one naira. You will still prosper. I say you will still prosper, and you will still achieve all your dreams in the name of Jesus. Your kids will still go to the best school for them. Uh, it might not be the most popular school. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Glory to God. I say glory to God. So trust God's timing. He makes all things beautiful in his time. Don't hold people. Don't get angry with people. Nobody owes you anything. Glory to God. I say glory to God. Total reliance and dependence on God. Total what? Reliance and what? Dependence on God. It's called Godfidence. Glory to God. I say glory to God. I say glory to God. 
Mm. So, you, you will notice you are trusting God, like I said, by the amount of peace you have. You will put them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on. You have peace. I don't let the things going on in Nigeria affect me. You are going, I don't have transport. Where can the one you have in your pocket get you to? Get there. Get there. Take steps. Take what? Steps. On that thing people have confidence in is in numbers. Say, are we many? Jonathan said it in the first Samuel 14. Jonathan and his armor bearer, only two of them, went to fight a group of Philistines. And Jonathan said, if God is for us, God is not limited to save, whether by many or by few. God was in the crowd to do big things. He can do it whether by many or we are few. See, when you are, when you are on God, you remove all the other people, all the other options. God can use those options, but you don't depend on the options. He said, look at this. He said, and Jonathan said unto the young man that bear his armor, he said, let us go up unto this garrison of this uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For there is no restraint to the Lord to save. By what? Many. Or by what? Don't say we must be plenty. No. Or we must be many. Two of us are enough. Me and God. Are you here, somebody? Total dependence. So there's no anxiety. You have peace. You have calmness. You are not in a hurry. You are not moved by how much of you. You have ideas. Take steps. You want to wait until you have all the capital. No. Take the steps. Take the, where can your present step get you to take that step? Make the call. Register the business. Make the first contact. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Take steps. And be bold. Be what? From your attitude, we will know who you trust. Your attitude should not fluctuate based on your account balance. Some people, their voice changes based on their account balance. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, there's good, the account is low. Talk the same way. Even when you have nothing, say, we're coming back. We're buying three. How much is this thing? Say, 13 million. Say, how many can you supply? Give me six first. And I'll come back for the last six. When are you paying? I'll be back. <laughs> Give me one or two days. I'll contact you. Let you know. But we are ordering six. Hope you guys can deliver quickly. Talk well. Hallelujah. God shows up when you move. Glory to God. Be bold. Let anybody that cares to listen that they are not your last hope. Don't ever tell somebody, I hate that thing. People come and say, Pastor, you're my last hope. No, I can't be your last hope. Ta. If you don't help me, I'm dead. But I see you next week walking about. <laughs> you didn't die after all. Don't let people pressure you emotionally. No human being is your last hope. Somebody get what I'm saying? Always oppressed with confidence. I've always shared the story how one of our venues, those days in Festac, we were somewhere in 24 Road. We were using one venue that was an open ground. Though. And we got there one day, they put a sticker in front of the gate. Fellowship day. That from henceforth, nobody is permitted to use this place for any activity. Do you understand? Where we use for fellowship? We got there on fellowship day. 
there was a poster there, and they've changed his megad. So the new megad didn't even know us. And he doesn't speak English, you know? He's a proper aboki, no English. So we're explaining that we are the one we, we use here, church. The guy pointed us to the sign that nobody can use here. We said that our chairs and uh, equipment, things were there. We said, see, our, we're not joking. He said, no. Uh-uh. And it was not, it's not it's service time, not service day. But we have, people have come. Members have come for service. After more talking, the guy said, okay, settle me, bribe me. <laughs> we said, we're a church, we don't bribe. He said, bribe. I said, if you say it again, I'll leave this place. We don't bribe. And he said again that you must settle me. I told everybody, let's go. Thank God nobody asked me where we're going. So even me, I didn't know. I said, let's go. We all just follow. Everybody just follow me. We just march out of the place. You see, many of us, if you have money, that's the time you say, okay, how much we will give you? Every time you do that, you should change yourself to remain at the same level when God has a better level for you. Compromise is a sign that you don't trust God. That God can pull through by himself. Every time you compromise, you are trusting yourself and you are missing what God has. As you said, let's go. We can't bribe. We walked to the next building. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just walking angrily. We walked to the next building, next compound. It was a plaza. And we found out, we saw that some places were empty on top. I asked the God, who is the owner, who is the director? They told me that this is office up there. I went up there. Never met him before. Didn't know him from anywhere. I said, good afternoon, sir. I said, yes. I said, I'm Pastor Kingsley. This is our church. <laughs> we need a place for service. Not tomorrow. As in, service is on. This is the members. We need a place for service now. He said, hey, it's okay. There's one place still empty, uncompleted by the right. Go and use it then. Come and see me later. Let's, let's discuss. That come and see me later. Let's discuss. We use it for like three months. When we finally had time to discuss, we, we now rented the place. But we used it for three months. And that place was a very useful place because our office was now... Got to, the other place was open air. It was trees. That time, if we record our CD, if we have our recorded messages, you'd be hearing beds. We were on that tree. That time, we used to use our faith to believe for people to attend the service and to believe for rain not to fall. No canopy was tree. Rain cannot fall. It's not this one today that rain is falling. We're talking about, no. Rain cannot fall that day because there's no covering. It's just tree. God took us from there to a plaza that later became, became air-conditioned. And we had offices there. We had everything. If we had bribed. <laughs> Hallelujah. If we had bribed, we would still be on that tree. See now. Shouting. Every time you compromise, you are missing God because God can still come through. But you wanted to do it yourself. You were impatient. You want to do it yourself. You have prayed, oh God, touch my husband. God is taking time. You go and warn your husband yourself. Be patient. Say, be you have prayed. Let him walk. Be what? Patient. Many women have destroyed their own house because they are impatient. The man is wrong. Truly, yes, he might be wrong. You have prayed. Can you go and rest now? Say, no, God is taking long. Say, be just this afternoon I prayed. You are not answered by this evening. I go and warn this man myself. <laughs> Glory to God. So it's very, it's very easy. Confidence in God. Nobody's your last hope. 
Don't let anybody pressure you into things you don't like. Some people have, there are Christians that have joined cults. That have joined secret society. Because tell them they will make you a judge. They will make you a so-and-so. They will make you promote you. If you, you, you can't be head of a custom. You can't be head of this so-and-so if you don't join our secret society. If you don't join our cult. You can't be so-and-so if you don't come and drink here. Every time you compromise, you are missing God's best for you. You are what? Missing God's best. If you don't sleep with me, you won't marry you. Nonsense. Nonsense. If I don't impregnate you, you can't marry you. Somebody has already told you he has no regard for God, has no regard for wisdom, has no regard for you, and you are doing your best to keep him. It's a lack of trust. You don't trust that God has a better person. Are you getting what I'm saying? Nobody is your last hope. I like one guy in the Bible. His name is called Mordecai. He was a Jew living in a foreign land. And one wicked guy called Haman has gone to allow the king to sign a decree that on a certain day he should kill all the Jews. So Mordecai went to meet his niece. That's Esther, first lady of the country. First lady of the country. Went to meet her and said, look, there's a plan to kill all the Jews. Though. He said, don't think if because you're in the palace, this thing won't affect you. He said, but you can help. And he wondered that even if you choose not to help, Ah, I like the guy's confidence. See, even if you choose not to help, he said, deliverance will come from another place. How do you tell Which other place? If you have reached first lady office, that's the highest office. After that is the president now. Abi? He won first lady. If you no help, we don't care. Help will come from somewhere else. That's how to talk. DJ, give me that scripture. Look at this. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall there be what? Enlargement and what deliverance arise to the Jews from where? Meaning, you are not my last hope. No human being is your last hope. How do you threaten the first lady? Who do, who do you want to go and meet? <laughs> Boy, he knows God will come through. Don't ever approach anybody like I'm dead. Oh, if you don't help me, I'm finished. Even God doesn't want us to beg him. How much more you are begging men? I don't beg men, no. Nobody can help me. God can use people, but I don't see them as my last hope. Because deliverance and enlargement will come from what? Another. They're not my last hope. See, you either help me or get out. That's what that guy said. You either help me or what? Get out. Yeah, my last one say, tag, get away, you. <laughs> tag, leave that player, get away, you. You either help me or get out. The enlargement and deliverance will come from what? Another place. I'm just giving you opportunity to help me. If you don't take opportunity, somebody else will take it. It's in high demand. People are rushing it. Now them, they rush us. Are you here, somebody? That's the attitude you must have. Nobody's your last one. Don't go to anybody and say, if you don't help me, I'm finished. That's, that's, that's anti-covenant. That's anti-God. You are finished. You can't be finished. Are you here, somebody? You cannot be finished. If you don't marry me, I'm dead. Nonsense. What you will get is pity and not love. Nonsense. Nonsense. 
When you're a liability, what you get is charity. Don't come to anybody as a liability. You are too heavily invested. God has invested too much in you for you to be a liability to a human being, to an organization, or to a nation. You are an asset to Nigeria. No matter what they say. You're a global phenomenon. People will look for you all over the world. Your gift will be appreciated all over the world. In the name of Jesus, I pray over you that no human being is your last hope. When one door closes, seven others will open for you. When one person says no, seven others will say yes. I speak over your life, you will never experience scarcity. You will always operate in abundance. You will never lack good options. In the name of Jesus, abundance will follow you in every area of your life. Everywhere you turn, there will be blessings waiting for you. Goodness and mercy is the only thing that is permitted to follow you all the days of your life. Like Deuteronomy 28 says, say, these blessings shall pursue you and they will overtake you. I decree Nigeria's economy will not swallow you up. No matter what is going on around us, you will thrive in this economy. You would not just survive, you will thrive. Even if the fuel price goes up, dollar price goes up, inflation goes up, you will rise all above all of them in the name of Jesus. The grace of God on your life will speak on your behalf. I decree that even the things money cannot buy, the grace of God will supply for you. You will not be tempted to compromise your faith. Everywhere you are faced with temptation, the Lord will grant you strength to overcome it. In the name of Jesus, you will have strength to trust God's timing. You will not miss God's best for your life. I decree the soul in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah.